Morning five and change. If it's Tuesday and it's Ohio and it's gray, it's time for some Dwayne Long out of the capital city of Columbus. Dwayne, how goes it? You said it. It's Columbus and in February and it's gray. So huh, I'm not happy. Let let's get through this uh winter. It's uh, had a pretty mild winter actually. I mean it's been really wet, which I hate, but cold wise it hasn't been that cold. So that's a plus. There's not a ton of current events news going on, at least stuff that we choose to discuss. So Dwayne and I are going to get out our own personal crystal ball that has nothing to do with recruiting and predict the college football playoff for the 2020 season. Ohio State made it back this past year and fell to Clemson in an epic tussle. Dwayne, what we're going to do today is break down our four teams. We have not discussed who we've picked, and at the end, if I have any different teams, I will chime in. The first team you believe will qualify for the college football playoff is? Clemson. Um, and, you know, they've got the team. They, uh, they've got the quarterback. Uh, they got the coach. Fans love to rag on Davo Sweeney, but uh, i got to tell you, from being in re- recruiting circles as long as I have, talked to so many high school coaches, uh, Dabo's known to be a pretty good dude. Um, they've got they've got the tools. And here's the thing. I don't know. It's kind of early. Maybe you have not had your uh, first uh, laugh of the day. If you want to see something laughable, go look at Clemson's schedule. First, you've got to look at the conference. The ACC and I would say the Big 12, they've got both have one absolutely dominant team. Now they have others that should be, but the ACC has Clemson. It's got Miami, it's got uh, Florida State, and uh, but those aren't those teams should be really the challengers. Uh, Florida State dominated that conference for years. Uh, but they're not there now. They don't have the talent. Their schedule is just – they don't even play Miami. Their schedule is crazy. they got Notre Dame and uh, Florida on the schedule, and the rest of them, they could uh, they could rest people and, and win going away. That's how bad that conference is. Definitely agree that Clemson will be one of the teams. As I look at the squad, the only slight concern you'd have for them is they have to replace four starters on the offensive line. Ironically, the only one coming back is Ohio native Jackson Carmen. And they do lose a receiver or two, but I would agree with the quarterback coming back. And also, don't forget, Travis Etienne decided to come back. No question, Clemson, one of the squads. Team number two. For me, it's, it's Oklahoma coming out of, the, coming out of a, 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 another conference that they so utterly dominate. Uh, you know, they got Baylor on the schedule, Texas, but none of those teams right now is anywhere strong enough to beat them. It's just not. They've had more trouble with Iowa State than they have Texas and Baylor and uh, Texas Tech, if you want to even mention them, than they have those uh 
Iowa State has beat them two years ago, and I believe they went to overtime last year. I'm not don't hold me to that. It was it was I watched the game. It was an outstanding game. A lot of scoring, of course. It's the it's the Big Twelve where defense is considered optional. Oklahoma is dominating that conference to such a degree right now that it's uh you know it's it's uh really just practice to get ready for the playoffs. And that's something that the in, in the future moving forward to get slightly off topic here, uh that the uh committee needs to think about as far as expanding the um the number of teams. I say six, some people say eight, that would be fine with me. I still believe six is the number. Give the number one and number two a bye and let the other four play. Anyway, uh Oklahoma and Clemson are dominating their conferences in such a way that uh that they're gonna they're gonna make it every year. That that's just the way it is. The Pac twelve is just not significant enough they're going to sit out there that's another problem for the playoff uh, committee is who thinks the pac-12 team is good enough to make the playoffs except maybe pac-12 members (laughs) they need to expand the playoffs so okay rant over uh oklahoma will be my my other team uh they may run up and down the field and score a lot of points to beat teams but they're going to do that lincoln riley as long as he's there they're going to they're going to have offensive firepower. He's he's recruited a couple of good quarterbacks to come in. Oklahoma will be my second team. I agree completely. The tipping point for me with Oklahoma is when you look at their schedule. They their big out of Big Twelve game is against Tennessee, and it's their second game and it's at home. And by the way, Tennessee isn't any good. Then they have a week off before their first two road game, and it's at Army. And they go to Iowa State and TCU and West Virginia, but their schedule is very favorable. They do have some really good young players. Spencer Ratlow has a chance to be a star quarterback, and Lincoln Riley is about as much of a proven commodity as you can get. All right, we're going to take a break, come back with teams three and four. Okay, we are back. We have qualified two teams for the college football playoff, Clemson and Oklahoma. Dwayne, your third team is? The Ohio State Buckeyes. The offense is going to be so absolutely prolific. You know, we look how we've thrown the ball <clears throat> the last two years, and then you think we're going to have an even deeper wide receiver room. Justin Fields will, will be even more comfortable second year under center here. Uh, how, how many? This this could be a team that we're just going to laugh at the the pinball machine numbers that are going to come up on the offense. And it'll give time to defense. Uh, the defense will find its footing. Uh, you know, people are talking about replacing Chase Young. You don't replace Chase Young. Let's just stop with that. Uh, but here's the thing. I think that there is enough talent at defensive end with Zach Harrison, a healthy Tyreek Smith, uh, the, 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 what we're going to see is we are not going to see an individual come up with the numbers that Chase Young came up with. But I think that as a team, we could approach or equal the number of total uh, sacks coming in. And that may be actually a plus. They can't look what they did to Young at the end of the year when they finally realized 
if you do not get bodies on this guy, bodies as in more than one, he is going to wreck your game. He is going to dominate your passing game. They finally realized that, and then the sack stopped, stopped coming as much. Smith wasn't hurt. Was uh, uh, He wasn't actually injured, but don't tell me he was 100%. He was not himself. And uh, Harrison was a little young, so we didn't have it as much later in the year because teams started. They were chipping him every play, if not flat-out double-teaming him. In that first Wisconsin game, they tried to block him with a tight end. What? what? They, I think he had three sacks in that game. He just destroyed the offense. All well, teams started sliding their coverage, sliding their protection. Uh, you know, we can talk about that on the message board if you want to. Uh, and and all they were, they just kept chipping him. And so he was getting doubled at least on first contact uh, on every every pass attempt in those last few games. But we'll have enough numbers, guys that can still rush the passer. I'm not going to be surprised at all if we're, uh, we have the same number of uh, team sacks. So I'm not as worried about that. I'm more worried about getting the secondary straight around, getting Sean Wade back. If this defense uh, performs like uh, we think it can, it's, it's, that's going to be key. We're going to look at having Sean Wade back. Uh, as as a as an important factor in uh, in the defense coming together so quickly, uh, getting the secondary together, but we're going to have time. We may give up some points early, Buckeye Nation. That's all. That was a you're losing uh, at least one first round draft. I kid it's going to probably be off the board uh, off the board of top five, and uh, all three of those guys that are leaving are going to go probably be off the board by the third round at the latest. You don't lose that much. It's hard enough to lose one guy, let alone three that are that good and think you're going to be just as good. I think we've got a lot of talent in the whack, though. They're just young, have not played a lot. I, I think that we can find the secondary people that uh, that can shore up that defense pretty quickly. Then you have to look at the conference. It's not that that uh, the Big Ten, Big Ten and SEC are the two best conferences in college football. Anybody wants to debate that, you just go find something better to do. Find somebody better to drink with because that person doesn't know what you're talking about. They're the toughest t- conferences to get through, but Ohio State is just so much clearly better, so much better personnel right now than anybody else in the Big Ten that Ohio State, I've got to believe that they can pull it together and come up with uh, come up with the defense. It will solidify. It, it, will, it will take some time. But I think we got some talent in there, and uh, it will be a good defense, and we will be one of the four teams. Yeah, the offense is just going to be spectacular. You're talking about bringing back three of the offensive linemen just that were just incredible this year, and all three should be better. Thayer Mumford should be healthier at left tackle, and Josh Myers and Wyatt Davis will be the best center guard combination in the United States, including probably half the NFL. Like you mentioned, Sean Wade coming back is just spectacular, and the defense is going to be excellent, and I think it'll be otherworldly excellent if Tyreek Smith stays healthy. The NFL people that we have talked to are super high on his ability to rush the passer, 
he just hasn't been able to stay healthy. So he's, to me, the difference in them being tremendous or just really, really good. Uh, I agree with you. They will be one of the final four playoff teams. Dwayne, your fourth and final playoff team is? All right, here we go. We're going off the board. This is the one that people are going to talk about, Notre Dame. I say that because they've been recruiting solidly. They've they've been bringing some football players in. Notice that they're sending guys out in the draft. A uh, uh, number of good offensive linemen and uh, Notre Dame. But here's the thing: you want to talk about that that schedule? If you want to call it that, it's criminal. They got Clemson. That's that's the big bugaboo. Uh, <clears throat> they've got Clemson, but they've got uh, Stanford. We you never know what you're going to get with Stanford year in and year out. Uh, but they got them at uh, Notre Dame. They've got Wisconsin and Green Bay. And at the end of the year, USC. But you don't know what, you, what you're getting with those Pac-12 teams. The rest of that schedule is absolutely, it's, are you kidding me? How can the committee pay these, this team? There are eight wins on their schedule that if they, lo- if they lose any of those games, any of them, their their fan base should be disappointed. Just nothing but a powder puff schedule. It's it's pretty awful to look at. It's it's as bad as Clemson, if not worse. And I think they can get through it. They've got to get the one uh, get by Clemson. They may not. That's that's the only thing. But I believe if they can get by Clemson, uh, Notre Dame's got a good chance of running the table. So just because of, of strength of schedule or lack thereof, I gotta throw them in there. They're going to have a good enough team to uh, walk through most of that schedule, and they really just need to get lucky against Clemson. Uh, but I also have to mention a fifth team simply because of that. The two of the two of my teams play each other pretty late in the season. Uh, I'll throw Alabama in there. Getting through the SEC undefeated is just so tough. And the way the the, the playoff has developed, uh, you're going to have undefeated teams. You're going to have one-loss teams. And, uh, well, Alabama's just going to have a tough time. And here's the biggest thing. The great coaches have had signature things. They really did well. They recruited to fit those strengths, and that's how they won games. Well, we have not seen that formula, Nick Saban's, Tough, tough defense and a tough running attack uh, in the last couple of years. He's just not had the horses that he needed to uh, to make that happen. And then you got the tough SEC to get through. So that's the only reason I don't put Alabama in there. Uh, maybe there's some young guys in in uh, in uh, their facility that are ready to emerge and be dominant players in the um uh, especially on the defensive side of the football maybe that's maybe they have it this year and they will uh be be one of the four they would be my fifth team out there to to worry about your fifth team is my fourth team i believe alabama will make it i actually think clemson ohio state and alabama will make it this year next year and the year after the gap between this trio and the rest of me is getting bigger 
Their ability to attract high-quality quarterbacks is a main reason for that. I think Alabama will be back. They have a very interesting quarterback battle going on. Mac Jones, the guy who replaced Tua, Tua's little brother, Talia Tagovailoa, whatever the hell that is. And then Bryce Young, arguably the top quarterback in the country, if you don't like DJ Udalele, is going to Clemson. I'll say it, of course, has C.J. Stroud. So those are your three best quarterbacks. I think it's pretty clear these teams have pulled away from the pack, and then obviously I chose my fourth in Oklahoma because of their schedule. All right, people, make your travel plans. There are your college football playoff teams for next year. Dwayne has Ohio State, Clemson, Oklahoma, and Notre Dame. I have Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, and Oklahoma. Have a good one, Buck Nutters.